Daily Double Dungeon Radio Show. Double Dungeon Radio Show. It's Double Dungeon. It's Tuesday, December 29th, 2020. This is the final Double Dungeon of the year 2020. Oh, wow. You're right. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Are you one of those people that's like, man, 2020 is the worst year ever. And as soon as we transfer to 2021, everything <laughs> in the world is going to be right. Uh, it's not really looking that way, though, right? Everything in the world is going to be right <laughs> in just two days. I don't know about that. Rock Today's high. the 29th, 30th, 31st, mm-hmm. right? Two days. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I disagree completely. That's the end of my. But yeah, there you, you go. Make, do you have a Do you have a New Year's resolution? Not yet. Are you gonna do you Do you usually make one? I don't normally, but I, why not do it this year? I do this every year where I'm like, well, this year, why not do it? And you I, I still don't resolve to have a, have, a... <laughs> have one by next year, next December. That can be your resolution, <laughs> and you can check it off real quick on the last day, even. So I'll think about it's, it. It's achievable. I'm just saying. I don't know it's if achievable. I can commit, but okay, we'll I hope so. Adi. Yes. I have the phrase of the day. Phrase of the day today, squirrel mania. Micheline Frederick is still bruised, her bite wounds healing after she was attacked by an aggressive squirrel one week ago. You hear someone's bitten by a squirrel, you're like, okay, you got a little nip, what's the big deal? But this was this was a MMA cage match, <laughs> and I lost. Frederick says the squirrel totally unprovoked went after her as she stood on the front stoop of her Regal Park Queens home on 65th Drive. She shared graphic photos of the aftermath. We're wrestling in the snow, and there's blood everywhere, and my finger's getting chewed, and it won't let go. Eventually, it just stopped, and there I was, a big bloody mess. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite, my favorite <laughs> part of the entire interview is that they say that the squirrel went after her totally unprovoked totally unprovoked <laughs> <laughs> but there, she, she shared they showed a photo that she had shared and it, there's like blood all over the place in the snow i mean that's that's a lot scary of blood, for her a lot yeah. of blood so and then there was that squirrel also is menacing people next door it's climbing up on their mailbox and waiting for them to come out of the door and then it attacks What's wrong with a squirrel? They, they so apparently uh, mammals that are that small can't don't usually get rabies, so they're not sure exactly what's up with these squirrels. So they're trying to trap it, but they it's were got using rabies. It's probably got rabies. <laughs> the lady's getting rabies shots. I said so. Yeah. Uh-huh. I hope I hope it's not rabies. Wait, I thought rabies shots were really painful. They didn't mention anything about the pain. I don't know. She seemed in good. She's already spirits. been in pain because of the squirrel. The bite. Yeah. yeah. And now she has to live in terror. Man, Regal Park. Howdy. Who knew? Yes. We're all going to die. So, Ophi, who called last week. Yes. And mentioned that the COVID test was reaching into her brain. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She is finally out of quarantine, which is great, except that Izzy, her mother, is still in quarantine, so she's out, but she's in, so I, I'm not sure exactly what they're doing. I, I, you don't want to come out of quarantine too fast, because right. that's how you get the bends, right? That's where you, right? I don't think that's what it is. Oh. I don't, well, 
I'm not an They're expert. being very precautious, which is good. Yeah, that's that's smart. Um, Ellie went back to work too, which is good. So everybody's doing better. Um, oh, that's good to hear. Um, follow up uh, to this though. Wait. Okay. Do I, what do I usually play in between? Um, this one? <laughs> that sounds right. Uh, so follow up. They're in Colorado. Yes. New strain found in Colorado already. Was, just just announced. I was just reading that. Yeah. yeah. They found it in Elbert County, which is kind of out there, which is actually makes me question even more that it's not already in Denver, because how do you get to Elbert County if you're not coming through Denver from the UK? Mm, yeah. So I'm making a bold prediction. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I have to, I have to click a button here. They're going to find <laughs> that this UK virus got to Denver a month ago, a month and a half ago. And that's what Ophi and Ellie had was the UK so? variant. So the reason I'm saying that is that they uh, were sick in February, which was ahead of when everybody said it got here. Yeah. I was sick in November, very, very sick in November. And then it uh, came out later that, oh, wait, it may have been in New York as early as early December. December. Yeah. As early as early, like the first week of December. So I have a feeling they're going to find out that this variant has been in Colorado for a while and that that's why they got sick again. So even though it's been eight months since they were sick, so technically they could get sick with regular yeah. virus again. As far as we know, which is, as far we as don't we know, know much. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I'm not a scientist. Are you a scientist? I, I'm not. I'm not a scientist, but I am. Or is a, this a trick? Is this one of those, like, everybody's a scientist? No, I was going to say I'm not a scientist, okay. but I am a Scientologist. <laughs> I'm not, not actually a Scientologist, yeah, no, but <laughs> this story has to do with it. So uh, two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, we did our Christmas show, so this was not a topic that was eligible. Uh, two weeks ago, Tom Cruise was a, a leaked recording from the set of the new Mission Impossible 37 came out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I haven't even seen... The last one I saw was, I think Tandy Newton was in it. What, that was like Mission Impossible 3, we maybe? We watched the third one at some yeah, point the, together. Yeah, that's the third yeah. one, I think. So that's as far as I've made it. Um, that's did, the only one I've seen. I, did, I remember the first one, and I remember the one with Tandy Newton, and that's it. Uh, anyway, the point is, I think they are on seven now, by the way. Um, so a leaked audio recording of him yelling at production staff. Right. Because he is also the producer of the film. And he's like, if I ever see you do it again, you're out of here. And if you do it, you and you are both out of there, too. He's going off on him, right? And Hollywood was like, yay, applause. He's yeah. really, you know, showing him. Unhinged for good. Yeah, he's unhinged for good. Here's the thing. I don't buy it. I think the entire thing was staged. I've said this from the moment I heard about it. I think that it was staged. Um, and here's why I think it was staged. Number one, it promotes the positive image coming out of Hollywood of these production. Because mm -hmm. uh, uh, Hollywood's come under fire for why why is Hollywood allowed to film while the restaurants and bars have to be shut yeah, down? Yeah, with whole crews. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's very important business, especially in LA. But so is the restaurant industry. That's what doesn't make a ton of sense i don't know but the point is uh the other thing is so tom cruise is a scientologist scientologists are nuts about and like very uh carefully curated they curate any information about tom cruise that comes out yeah everything is done precisely and nothing gets out without you having to go through the scientologists who if you leak something that they don't want leaked they will sue you into oblivion that's how they get things done uh, is that they abuse the legal system so for this tape of Tom Cruise to come out, I guarantee 
that was pre-approved and that he was performing the the role of an angry producer. I can buy that. So that's my hot take. Wait, this isn't hot takes. No. <laughs> uh, outdoor seating in New York City. Yes. Stinks. It's too cold out. It is, this is too stupid. cold out. Everyone knew this would happen. And... Yeah, we tried to meet up with our friend today, our friend Andrea, mm-hmm. uh, who we will be discussing, I think, twice later. Um, she uh, wanted to go somewhere that was warm, and it was a very, what was it, 37 today? 30, yeah, I guess something like that. Something like that. <laughs> and so we went to the place with the warmest heat lamps that we know of, that and she find, was yeah. still miserable. So this is not going to work. It was windy. It was windy, you're right. Um, but still, it, this is not going to work. This is untenable. We so, all need a couple extra layers. Um, and then it's fine. They should... Wait. They should just make some kind of a down parka. And then when you come, they give you the down parka and you put it on. Right? Like to rent? No, just to borrow while you're sitting out there. To borrow. Yeah. <laughs> and they should, instead of having open sides, they should close it all off. No. No. Some places uh, there's, no, are, uh... there's there's no good solution. They just need to close. They need to pay the bars to close down for the winter. Pay all their mortgages. This is it's 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 no good. And it it is really cold. And I'm not somebody that's usually gets cold that easily. It's too cold. So vaccine distribution is going slower than expected. Trump promised 20 million vaccines by the end of the year. Earlier this month, uh, we have only done 2.1 million. So that's 10%. Uh, I don't think it's Trump's fault, though. Uh, this is one that I'm not blaming Trump for. Okay. It takes a while to manufacture these tiny, tiny microchips. Um, so okay. it's definitely You're not... You're fearing off in some other direction here. Let's talk about politics. So Andrew Yang, running for mayor in yeah. New York City. Yeah, he decided to have Officially, some fun locally. He floated that trial balloon and was leading in some of the polling that we saw, where he hadn't even announced yet, but he Sorry. was just in there and doing really well over candidates that have actually yeah. been running for a year now. Uh, how do you feel about that? I mean, if he just wants to play around in the mayor- mayoral race, then okay. What if he's actually, what if he wins? Is he from here? I don't even remember. Do you have to be from the city that you run Queens? for mayor? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, he must be. He must be, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, the more the merrier. Yeah. Give the people options. Uh, speaking Give of, Scott Stringer a fight. Speaking of the uh, mayoral race. <laughs> New York Post has an excellent Strongly. article today. Uh, New York Post being the extremely conservative tabloid style paper that comes out in new york city that usually has really good um like headlines that are making fun of the situation that are clever right yeah uh they were lamenting that who no matter who is the next mayor of new york city they're going to be worse than de blasio based on who's running and they what, said really they, based yeah, on everyone running they said there's all these progressive candidates with not a giuliani in sight Oh, oh. <laughs> they oh. said they, I believe they said Giuliani or Bloomberg. So those are being held up to high yeah. regard now. Oh man, who is writing this? Okay. I don't know. But uh, so the sanitation commissioner is running, uh, and they said that she's happy to talk about homelessness in New York City, 
but not the garbage problem on the streets. And she's only talking about homelessness in terms of being compassionate and trying to get these people taken care of instead of kicking them out of New York City. Oh, wow. What a take to have. <laughs> it was pretty yeah, good. She has, they, she has been active. And they said that the other thing is that nobody's presenting a plan to get the fiscal balance, fiscal budget under mm-hmm. into a balance during this time of crisis, which yeah. is the most important thing, according to New York Post. So They don't want to watch the city burn, okay? I guess, but... I guess. I don't know. Like, the, when you're in a crisis is the yeah. time that you should allow yourself to spend a little bit extra to take Very, care of the things yeah, you need to I mean, do. Yeah, I mean, this is what you... Make sure you come out the other end. Hopefully saved for tough decisions in a crisis. If you want to read something funny, that that article was pretty hilarious. Classic. $600 checks. Maybe $2,000 checks, but not very likely. $600 checks. Wow. Are you excited to get $600? I think it's better than getting nothing and help uh, pay bills. What are you going to buy with your $600? I don't know. Is it what is it going towards? Groceries or something? I'm gonna buy a down jumpsuit so that I can go sit outside and be warm. <laughs> outside and drink. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that's how much it would be? Six hundred dollars for a down jumpsuit? Yeah. I don't know. I, do do people regularly make down jumpsuits? I don't know. But if I spend all six hundred on the down jumpsuit, I won't have any money, so I'll have to go sit in the park. Yeah, you. It's that's definitely too much money. You uh, gotta cut that budget. If they do happen to figure out a way to get two thousand dollars through, which they're trying, what they're doing is Mitch McConnell's trying to get all of the stuff that the Democrats hate mm-hmm. attached to this bill, so that they have to approve it if they want the two thousand um, dollars. If they do somehow figure out a way to get every American, that's the plan: is that two thousand for each person plus two thousand for each kid. Uh, if that happens, I am definitely going to borrow Ofi for a year, so we get an extra two thousand dollars. But that's not how this is going to work. I think that's how it works. So Donald Trump won Most Admired Man Award. Oh, I saw which, that. Who who gave that out? I didn't even see who gave it out. You know, what? I already people were forgot. just complaining so much. Yeah. Um, this is this competition is exactly why we need ranked choice voting. <laughs> because what happened is all of the people who love Donald Trump, which is like 38% of Americans basically voted for Donald Trump. So that's 38% right there. And then everybody else got split among all these other people, Barack Obama, Joe Biden. This is why you need ranked choice voting. You say, okay, this is who I want. This is who I definitely do not want. Yeah. If he is leading, you give it to the person that is ahead. That is not him. So there you go. Simple explanation. Uh, we had the crazy guy in Nashville blowing up a RV. Oh yeah, was it a crazy probably guy? himself. Well, I mean, that's what I wanted to talk about. Is that um, some people immediately? This is every time there's any kind of tragedy or action recently, everybody rushes to assign blame as fast as humanly possible. And so he's either a 5G conspiracy theorist who was trying to blow up the telecommunication line to oh. prevent the you know the the activating of our vaccine microchips yeah. <laughs> using 5G or okay. he's a hero i read he's a hero because he was blowing up the telecommunications lines in order to i don't i didn't i wasn't clear how this is supposed to work but they're going to transfer the data from germany bypassing what? that the data that proves that donald trump won the election 
in a landslide. Like, why does this have to be about the votes? I don't, I don't, I don't know. People are nuts. What? So, and everybody is just inventing. He's an actor. That's the other thing. And mm. the, the, the one that I would most closely believe is some people were saying that he is a CIA or FBI asset. And this was not supposed to go this way. We already got our show pulled from the platform. (laughs) They were just saying this is not, it was a, uh, similar to some of the other, uh, events that have happened where it turns out that the CIA set somebody up, but they say that some people were theorizing that this was one gone sour and that that's, I mean, cause there's a lot of loose ends in this case. So we'll we'll see. Pay attention. But this is what I'm saying is I am more than happy Mm -hmm. to wait a couple weeks until we get some more information rather than jumping to assign blame on whoever I don't like, which is annoying. Adi. Yes. I have to uh, take a second to find this. uh, This right here. Um, We are going to do the segment where we say, hey, Hey. there's a thing. What's going on with that thing? So if you remember, Andrea had called and said, what's going on with this deli, or I should say butcher shop in Greenpoint? And we said, I don't know. I've only ever heard that it's good. I did some digging. Yeah. I went to the laundromat and I spoke to our neighborhood insider, Gina, who works at the laundromat (laughs) and we've known for years and she's quite the character, but she's lived on this block, I think her entire life, the block right, right across from the butcher shop. So I went in and she was there and I said, hey, Gina, I have a question for you. And she was very excited because uh, I don't usually ask her questions in this type of manner. Usually it's just kind of high and whatever. I said, Gina, I know you would know specifically. What is the deal with this butcher shop and why is there always (laughs) a line? And Gina said, well, you know, the reason that there's always a line there is that they make their own sausage in the back, and it's the be- it's the best sausage in all of Greenpoint. And she said, and you know, you need to get online today. Or you better go now because I know it's a long line, but it's going to be Christmas, and the line's going to be just wor- even worse tomorrow. And meanwhile, I was like, I don't, I'm actually not getting it today. But and <laughs> yeah. she was like, you get, you have to go today and get on the line, and I don't care <laughs> if it, you know, you just wait and get your sausage, best sausage in the neighborhood. Wow. <clears throat> And so I was very excited. So the insider knowledge is that they make their own sausage from scratch, whereas the other places, uh, there's every, almost every, even the deli at the end of our block sells Polish style Mm -hmm. sausages, but they don't make them themselves. Normally there's like a back area where they might grind the meat, like uh, ground beef and stuff themselves. um, But they don't actually like make the kielbasa there. Uh, They just unpackage it and bring it to the, the case. This place makes it from scratch. So I went, I was walking by, there was no line. Wow. I was was amazed. So I went in and I was looking at their sausages and their sausages looked good. And I realized that I was going to just get kielbasa to try it. But I realized they had the wedding sausage, which I hadn't seen before. And the reason that uh, I probably hadn't seen it is that I didn't know what it was called in Polish. Uh, So I asked them specifically for the wedding sausage. And he was like, oh yeah, it's this one right here. And it, the reason I wanted the wedding sausage is that it's double smoked, so it's more robust flavor, and it's made with garlic. The other ones are not. So I uh, did that, and I was able to get it very quickly, and I asked them what to ask for, and they said, just ask for wedding sausage. Everybody knows what that is. Okay. 
Um, it was five ninety nine a pound. Uh, each sausage is about like how long is that? Two feet, and that's a pound. So, um, I got it, and we have tasted it already. But we're gonna taste it again. Can I? Yeah. Have the plate. Here. Taste time. I'm gonna put. I've got. A, there's a little bit of mustard here, and here so this go. is. This is a sausage. It's very dark on the skin because, again, it's twice smoked. Um, and the meat is nice and dense. Like this style of sausage is supposed to be. Are you already eating? You're supposed to be talking about what we're I eating. I can't wait any longer. I've been waiting to have more. All right, I'm tasting it. It's good. You can tell this is. It's like a real sausage, not overly processed. Mm-hmm. The flavor is excellent. It's as far as Polish sausage goes, it's very smoky. But if you were to tell somebody this was really smoky, they wouldn't believe you. No, you have it. I shouldn't eat too much because remember, I will get a migraine if I eat too much sausage. Um, other styles of sausage that they have that I would like to try. They have not one, but two different types of blood sausage. They have a lighter one and a darker one. The lighter one has more filler, which is kasha, which is bulgur wheat and oat in it and then they have a darker one that is more blood um the other tiny type of sausage that i really want to try is a country style sausage where this one is ground relatively finely but not like a bologna it's not super super fine but this one is ground relatively finely whereas the country one is more just like chopped and spiced and then put into the sausage casing so you get big chunks of pork in there so we'll have to try that one Oh, definitely. Yeah, so, I'm a fan. Very good. And the name of the place, uh, again, in Greenpoint is Kiska Meat Market. And that's the one where the line is always like well, well past the uh, the natural organic grocery store that's also on that block. Oh, yeah. Which is actually, are they open yet? I don't know. They've been they've I don't open think and closed open like yet. three times. But there is an opening date, I think. I have to look <clears> it up <throat> online. Adi. Yes. I think we should go to the last segment. Oh. If I can remember how to do that. Uh, we have some phone calls this week. If people want to give us a call, they always can. We have a voicemail. The phone number, as always. So uh, we have a follow-up to our Christmas Hallmark movies Woo! from Miguel and Shanoa. Hey, what's up, Double Tones? This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is Miguel. Uh, I was calling to give you guys an update on our Hallmark holiday movie viewing. Uh, this is actually not on Hallmark, but available in full on YouTube. The uh, artistic masterwork. A recipe for seduction. Uh, here's Shinoda to tell you more about it. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, so, a recipe for seduction is everything that this holiday needed. Um, at an accessible 15-minute length of time, this uh, YouTube, this movie is available on YouTube. Uh, it's essentially kind of a, like, very aware of itself, uh, advertisement for uh, chicken and it is um, you will find yourself saying this can't be real over and over which is what happened to me but it's really worth a watch it's pretty interesting 
stars uh, Mario Lopez and uh, <laughs> as Colonel Sanders. Like, he's wearing the little tie thing and the hair. His hair looks like it. Uh, it's it's so great. But yeah, I really recommend it. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Wow. Well, thank you for the phone call. Yeah. Are we gonna watch this? Um, Maybe. They said it's fifteen minutes, which I guess is With an Mario acceptable Lopez. length. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> so we were upstate, which we're gonna discuss on the next episode. I think there's enough content to talk about there <laughs> in the main <laughs> show um but we were upstate and we came home and andrea had been watching mookie our cat thank you andrea thank you again and um uh, on the day after christmas i went to go put on my socks which were in my stocking my yeah. christmas socks which are special the kind with the rubber dots on the bottom which i specifically asked for and they're actually very nice they're not they're they don't the, look like a hospital one at all. Yeah, they're the nicest version of that sock I've, I've ever seen. Um, so I went to go put my socks on, and I went to go get my stocking, pulled the socks out, and a bottle of Tullamore Dew shot out of, <laughs> shot out of the end. And I was Whoa. very confused, and Mookie was very confused as well. She started hissing at the bottle, which was on the floor. Um, and then I was like, did I leave that? Was that from last Christmas or something? Why, how was that in my stocking? And then we looked in yours, and there was a yeah. tiny little bottle of... Remy Martin, and then I looked in Mookie's, and there was a treat that was like some kind of fish so paste cute. for cats. Yeah, treat. So uh, Santa came and delivered our stockings via like, Andrea dropping them off, and it, it was, was very a nice. Huge surprise! Yeah, it was so sweet. I thought it was fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Uh, Pierre Carden, the fashion designer, died today at the age of ninety-eight. I am only mentioning it because uh, I have a memory of Pierre Cardin shirts, which is I went to, I had a job that required dress shirts in New York City, and I went to uh, Century 21 and was looking at all the dress shirts, and they were all white or that off blue color. Oh, yeah. Except for Pierre Cardin, and I managed to find like an avocado and a yellow and like some other color. So I was very thankful oh. that Pierre Cardin existed. That's a good story. Oop. <laughs> Um, the, <laughs> I'm trying to think how to even start the story. So one one what day is last it, is week, it, what segment is this? We're just telling stories real okay. quick. One day last week, <laughs> I was walking by on Bedford. There's a new halal cart, and I was like, "Oh man, I don't have time to make lunch. I should grab Adi lunch because you were in a meeting or something, and I knew you were going to be hungry." And so I said, "Okay, I'll get her lamb over rice, which she likes. You love. I love it. Lamb over rice. Yeah." And uh, so I so go up good. to the cart and I, I'm, there's nobody up there. And I tell the guy, oh, let me get the lamb over rice. And he was like, okay, cool. And so I go and I stand over by the wall away from the cart. And I'm waiting. Doo, doo, doo. About a minute, minute <laughs> and a half later, the guy calls out to me and he's like, hey. hey. He's like, did you want that now? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? Of course. What? <laughs> and then. <laughs> so I was very, very confused. At the end, he, when you order halal food in New York City, at the end, they always say white sauce, hot hot sauce, right? Yeah. And that means the white sauce is like a kind of a thin mayonnaise-y, creamy. Creamy, I don't yeah, know what it is. Lemony, sauce. creamy. Um, and it's for you. So I was like, oh, or, he said, oh, do you want, he said, extra white sauce, right? And I was like, what? No. And... <laughs> 
then I was like, yeah, and no hot sauce. And he was he looked confused. So yeah, there was something going on. <laughs> I love this. So in retelling, what I finally think is that I think he thought I was someone else who comes to, to the it. cart a lot and was confused as to every step along the way because I had my mask <laughs> on. So he probably couldn't you know tell what I looked like. Yeah. So, oh, man. I don't know. It was, it was the whole thing was very confusing. The, yeah. <laughs> the food was good. The food was actually very good. Yeah. Adi? Yes. It's time to talk about the junk finds of the week. Uh, there is too much junk. I need. We need to take some different junk. Yeah. Back to the free pile. Uh, there's. We've got to cut down. Yeah. I found th- there's people are moving out in droves. There's a lot of stuff. So uh, I got a copy of Cryptonomicon by Neil Stevenson, which I want to read. It, people always tell me it's excellent. We just saw Andrea. She said it's excellent. Uh, so I need to read that. It's 1,100 pages, which is a lot to get through, but we'll see. Uh, I found three J. Crew Oxford style shirts, which oh, are good. So nice. I, I could actually use those. I'm gonna wash them and see if I if they fit well. Um, we found I found a don't mess with Texas coffee mug. Which I'm excited about that. I think it's I I kind of hate Texas a lot, but I thought it was hilarious, <laughs> and I think it's weird that it's out here of all things. Um, I got a clock that I've been looking around for a USB cable so that we can power it, which I thought it was battery powered. But it's not. I need to find a USB to USB cable, which... Never even heard of that. A USB mail to a USB mail connector, which I, I don't even know where to get that. So I'm going to have to... That one might go back to the junk pile. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was from a different junk pile. Um, I found a, this. Wait. There we go. Oh, I like that sound effect. A box of dots. Like the movie theater size. Unopened. It was, it was still in the plastic wrap. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> uh-huh. Although, this next thing was opened. They, there was some kind of a, what, it, like an event space it looked like. Why, if it was it was open already? Yeah. You think I drank half a bottle of gin already? I wasn't paying attention to the gin. <laughs> there was a, there was an, there's an event <laughs> space where they were obviously, uh, had gone out of business or something because they, all of their furniture was out and yeah. then the, whatever they were using for cocktailing was all in a big box. All the stirrers, all the mixers, everything was in a big oh, box wow. outside. And, uh, so I looked in the box and there was a bunch of like weird, I don't know who bought this stuff, but it was not a proper bar setup. There was like Uzo, a big bottle of Uzo. Who wants that? So somebody, I grabbed a couple of random bottles out of there, uh, which had already been cracked open, but whatever. It, it doesn't go bad. I hope they didn't poison it. Whatever. I know. What could, you don't um, know what's going on in there. I, I doubt it. Whatever. Um, and then uh, what else did I find? I got a... This is, um, sorry, that's, this is those... Uh, what were those things that you, the alcohol that you brought home that we oh, never, yeah. yeah, this is that all over again. <laughs> those weren't open though. That was the, the, what was the name of that? It was still something, but it, it like was, peach. it was flavored whiskey that came yeah. in a can, flavored moonshine that came flavored in a can moonshine. and it was yeah. nasty and it tasted like a can and I ended up <laughs> dumping it out and throwing the cans away Most years later. Yeah. Um, what else did I find? I found a Wii with a base that I am going to put on Craigslist. I'm going to rehabilitate it, get it fixed up, and then put it on Craigslist. That's an easy 40 bucks right there. And I found a PS2 Slim with a Dance Dance Revolution pad, which I have already cleaned up and I'm putting on Craigslist. Hopefully that one sells for 45 or 50 bucks. That's a little more expensive right now. I don't know why. Actually, I do, because people who grew up with playing PS2 are at the age where they have disposable income and want the PS2 again. Yeah, it makes sense. 
Um, and then the last thing I found was a terrible puzzle book, which is going back out in the recycling. <laughs> I was very excited to find it. It's 1,000 puzzles, and they're all like mind puzzles and various uh, just logic yeah. puzzles. It's made you into a bitter Betty, though. They're terrible. These are some of the worst written puzzles. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Will Shorts, who I uh, you know appreciate in general, editor of the New York Times crossword, uh, he wrote the foreword for this book. I got to tell you, buddy, you blew it. This is terrible. So... I hope he got some money there for him. Oh, I'm sure he yeah. did. Yeah, he sold out. It is time for the last segment, which is oh. cooking stuff. Um, I made a uh, turkey for Christmas. It came out pretty good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I forgot to bring my meat thermometer, though, so it got a little bit overcooked, which I... It wasn't super dry or anything because no. I had brined it like I always do. And that's why you brine it is that you have a little more leeway on cooking times. Um, but I have some turkey meat left over that I'm about to make into a soup. Made some good gravy. That's what I <laughs> So I made gravy and our friends, their setup is rustic, I would say. Uh, so when it came time to make the gravy, I was like, okay, cool. Uh, do you have any flour just so I can thicken this? And they were like, oh yeah, of course we do. And we went through, and they don't have any flour. They had cornmeal. And I was like, okay, I guess that that might work. Uh, sure. So I go to use the cornmeal, and it's full of pantry moths. And then I was on to the next closest thing I could think of, which was flaxseed, which is not correct, but I was like, sure, we'll try it. Again with the pantry moths. Oh. It got down to the point where they were like, oh, well, we have some cinnamon oatmeal pancake mix. <laughs> I was like, it's not going to work. So what I did is I crushed up a bunch of crackers and I got, I found uh, in a metal tin with no pantry mods, some steel cut oats. So I was like, I guess this will do. So I simmered <laughs> it for a while until it all kind of broke down. It, it tasted fine. It was yeah, good. the gravy yeah. came out good. I, I mean, the I flavor was good. The texture was weird, but um, yeah. So you just got to make do, I guess. Yeah. So, all right. I think that's enough. I think we should get out of here. Oh. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>